Welcome to Open Banking Expo Unplugged, bringing you the brightest minds in open banking, open finance and beyond. Hello and welcome to another episode of Open Banking Expo Unplugged, which is Open Banking Expo's podcast series. If you're not familiar with the series already, then do go to the on-demand page of openbankingexpo.com to listen back to some of our recent episodes. We've had some great guests on and I think discussed quite a wide range of topics, um, which brings me on to today's podcast and the guests who are joining me. We have Becky Danks, Head of Product at Comma, and Rachel Quinn, Marketing Manager at BrightPay. And they're joining me today to discuss payroll and open banking, which is possibly not something that that many people um, have thought about in the same sentence. So um, we'll find out more about kind of payroll, uh, the solutions that are coming to market in that space. But um, first of all, uh, Becky and Rachel, welcome to the podcast. Great to have you on. And and I think to start with, Becky, it would be great to hear from you about what comma does uh, for those of of the audience listening who, who aren't aware of comma and also what your role is at the company. Amazing. So um, first of all, thank you so much for having us on to talk about this today. Um, really exciting topic, especially um, for, for Comma and BrightPay. But um, yes, yeah, so um, as you mentioned, I'm head of product at Comma, which basically means that I look after kind of overall product roadmap of delivery and also the strategy of where we're going in terms of the markets we're serving and how we're going to serve products to those customers. Um, Comma in general is an open banking bulk payments platform. So um, we have an API integration service, which basically enables us to offer bulk payment initiation directly into the products of other people. Um, and BrightPay and other solutions of that ilk are a really great example of how via a single API connection, um, we're able to allow customers to pay multiple things at once directly within the platforms of other people. Um, and that's what we do. Great. Rachel, let's let's hear from you. Perhaps you can fill us in on not only yourself and, and your role, but also what, what BrightPay does kind of more widely. So hi, Ellie, and thanks again for having me. Um, so yeah, I'm the marketing manager for BrightPay, and I've worked at BrightPay for nearly eight years now. Um, so it has been amazing to see how much the payroll industry has changed over the past decade. Um, as for BrightPay itself, um, it's a payroll software that's used by over 330,000 businesses across the UK and Ireland. We're always aiming to make payroll easier for payroll processors and for businesses. Um, so that they have more time to focus on tasks, um, I suppose, for running their business. Um, we do this by automating a lot of manual processes and repetitive tasks within the payroll process and by integrating with other systems that businesses might use. So, for example, their bookkeeping software or their pension provider, for example. Great. Well, um, that brings us on nicely to kind of the wider topic that we're discussing today. Um, and um, Becky, I'm, I'm going to come to you first on this. Perhaps you can highlight sort of what are some of the current challenges in payroll services that need to be kind of overcome in, in your mind? Yeah, absolutely. So I think, first of all, it's really important to sort of set the scene here. Um, payroll is incredibly important to, to all business owners, but especially SMEs. So people are always the most important resource of any business. Well, virtually, I think they should be. And um, getting it wrong for these business owners is, is just not an option. So that's why we've seen such kind of prolific services like like BrightPay and other, other services that mean that um, these these customers can kind of outsource or have something look after their, their payroll solutions. Um, 
However, the interesting thing is actually that payroll, when you're running payroll, means everything but payment. Um, it's kind of ironic that actually the vast majority of the time you have to leave um, the customer just at the point at which they actually need to push that money to their employees. Um, and normally what happens at the end of a payroll journey is that the customer will receive a file or even an Excel spreadsheet with all of the amounts of money they need to pay. But it's actually up to them to finish paying off that payroll and paying their staff. Um, business owners then usually either have to log into their bank kind of asynchronously to their, their payroll platform, try to upload that file, deal with the different banks implementations of how they manage that. Or and this is the thing that we when we've spoken to customers, especially SME, SME business owners, what they really actually tend to do is because they're so stressed about getting that wrong, they manually key in those figures that they get in that file, um, which is obviously incredibly um incredibly time consuming. It's also incredibly risky because the risk of manual error is so high. Um, and it's also very stressful. So we, we're seeing a, a lot of kind of factors here around saving money, saving time, but also saving that kind of mental capacity of worrying about payroll every month. Um, and I think that, you know, integrated payment solutions are the, the real tangible answer to that problem. Yeah, I think some people would be kind of surprised to to learn just how kind of many how many obstacles there are there. And um, Rachel, a, any kind of other hurdles and and challenges that you can add to 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 what Becky's just said? Yeah, I suppose another issue for payroll processors is just the admin time involved in payroll itself between entering employees' hours or managing their annual leave, and it can be a lot of manual work. Um, sometimes as well, there can be last minute changes to the payroll and. Delays don't just happen due to changes that need to be made in the payroll software itself. But coming back to what Becky said about actually making that payment, um, and I suppose if the, if it's a back payment, for example, it can take up to three days to clear, um, which can delay it even further. Um, a big one as well is the flexibility involved in payroll. Um, I suppose traditionally the person completing the payroll run has found it difficult to take leave at month end when they're trying to process the payroll they don't want to be, I suppose, abroad in Spain while their employees need to be paid if, if there's any issues. Um, and yeah, Wokeman Banking just introduces that flexibility to allow um, businesses to schedule payments in advance so that they can take that holiday whenever they want. Yeah, that's a really, really good points there. And it kind of brings me on to my next question really about, um, okay, so you've, you've both highlighted there the challenges that, that need to be overcome. So why in that case do you think you know, businesses are going to benefit from a payroll system that sort of embraces open banking payments. What what do they have to, to gain from that, Rachel? I suppose there's a lot of different things. Um, I suppose, first of all, with open banking, um, because the payments can be scheduled in advance, um, there is that greater flexibility for the payroll processor. There are few er- fewer errors when you're not manually entering the payments um, and manually processing it. Um, payments can be processed faster with faster payments. So you're there's no delays uh, for employees receiving their wages. Um, plus, your existing bank is still processing the payments, so there's no need to create a virtual bank account to process the payments. Um, so I suppose in all, it can really transform the payroll process from an outdated method where it's a completely separate standalone process from the payroll and bringing it into the digital world that we're in today. Yeah, I think that's that's a good point. It, it does seem like a, a process that that is rather outdated. And uh, Rachel, obviously, you talked there about flexibility. Um, Becky, what what else uh, can can businesses kind of set to, to gain in terms of an advantage in in their payroll services here? 
Absolutely. And I think I'd just like to echo everything that, that Rachel articulated there. The, the benefits are are really quite astounding when you compare them to what people are processing today. If you think about the manual steps, but also about the alternative payment options that are that are on the market currently. Um, you know, open banking fundamentally is the future for payroll. Businesses want to pay from their own bank accounts and they want to be able to initiate those payments in a way that means that they don't have to fund a separate account or go through separate onboarding steps or or you know link their um their virtual account with their payroll account and and go through that kind of admin um so you know we're just so excited about what the future holds for open banking specifically in payroll and and lots of other business areas as well which i'm sure we can we can kind of talk to later but it just feels like it is a massive regeneration in what the payroll service offering can be to sme business owners you both spoke quite a bit there obviously about um the benefits for for businesses of, of open banking and obviously you know open banking has has kind of been introduced in the UK now for a number of years. But Rachel, you said kind of at the top of this podcast that you've been at BrightPay for around eight years. So um, obviously, you've kind of seen the industry pre-open banking. So can you explain what the payroll process kind of looks like back then, how it differs and and kind of some of those main uh, pain points that that SMEs would, would be confronted with? Yeah, definitely. Um, and I think we have kind of touched on a lot of it, really. It really is where um, I suppose the payroll process has been completely standalone from the payments process. Um, and payroll can take you so far with, I suppose, creating um, the payslips for employees, deducting the right tax and pensions and reporting all of this information to HMRC. But when it comes to actually paying the employee, it was always a completely separate task. Um, so BrightPay would be able to help in terms of creating the bank file that you need to upload to the bank. Um, but it's still quite a manual process from there to actually get their employees their wages. Well, look, let's let's talk a bit more about, um, I guess, Comma and and your offering because Becky Comma is is, I mean, it, even when it comes to kind of uh, fintech terms, it's still a fairly new business. I think, am I right in saying Comma was established in in twenty twenty? So, um, uh, let's hear a bit more from you if if you can fill us in about kind of what Comma can offer to a company like BrightPay, for example. Absolutely. So. I mean, BrightPay are already ahead of the curve, really, with with their kind of payment services. They they've already seen the benefit that bringing kind of payments in house or as part of their product offering can can really bring to their customers and also to their to their business. But with Comma, we really you know we really believe that we can offer something different and something really unique in the market. So um, we're the only provider offering a open banking bulk payment initiation service, um, which can be integrated seamlessly into the platforms of payable providers such as BrightPay. Um, as we, for all the reasons we've already mentioned, we really do believe that this is the preferred choice for SMEs and should be, you know, the way forward. I think we're going to see so much more usage out of these bulk payment endpoints in the market in general. And um, there's going to be much more call for from SMEs to, um, to their banks to make them even more kind of prolific and well used. Secondly, um, by use of Commas API integration, um, we actually have, a, a, we've built a single API call that gives Comma all the information we need in order to set up an account on behalf of that customer, conduct our DD, RDD processes um, and set up that payment run within Comma. Um, and 
what that means is that it's really easy for partners like BrightPay to get up, get, get up and running with us. Um, it, it's we've had partners integrate in a matter of days, um, and actually as a proposition for payroll providers that's uh, with often kind of big big backlogs of stuff they'd like to be building and working on that that is a really you know, kind of tantalizing prospect and finally um it's our user experience so in that single api call um we are really being able to provide a frictionless customer journey and that is obviously the the you know that's the pinnacle of what all of us are trying to achieve um, by providing that service to our customers um so there's no separate account that the user has to create on our on a different payments platform you there you don't need to link the two within within bright pay um it just gets sent straight through to us by clicking on that pay with comma button um and also by using open banking it means there's no separate funding of an account there's no sync processes and um it's just a really simple straightforward end-to-end -end integrated payment system and and um, that's what really we're able to offer, which we think is uh, a really unique offering. Yeah. And that, and that point about it being frictionless is 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 really important, isn't it? I guess because uh, as consumers and businesses alike get used to kind of the ease of some of these open banking payments, they kind of expect those journeys to become you know, even more frictionless, as it were. I mean, you know, um, I guess encountering any kind of friction is, is going to be off-putting, right? Yeah, absolutely. And I think it's it's all about the customer expectation. We've seen um so so open banking as a as a movement um has started in consumer banking and, and now in its kind of second wave, we're seeing people bring those expectations from their consumer banking relationships into their business banking relationships. And it's it's really, you know, a, a, a tidal wave of customer experience and expectation which is gonna move all the way up to corporate banking at, at some point. Um so by for, for, for businesses to kind of get on board early and, and to make sure that they're at the, the front of the queue, as it were, for trying innovative payment services like bulk payments in open banking, it means that they can really be, you know, leading the way in exceptional customer experiences from their customers. Because if they aren't asking you for it now, they will be asking you for it in, in a year's time. Um, definitely. Yeah, something that's really come across uh, speaking to both of you today is, is how much has changed in payroll just in, in the last couple of years, I guess. Um, Rachel, just, just coming back to you on this, and um, I don't mean to, put, to, to push the point, but you, you obviously mentioned, you know, being at being BrightPay for, for eight years. You've seen quite a lot of change in that time in, in the industry, of course. I mean, you know, looking ahead another eight years, where where might payroll be in that time? You know, or where would you hope it, it kind of um, ends up? Wow. Well, that's a big question. <laughs> um, well, if you asked me that eight years ago, I don't think I'd have guessed where Herald would be today. Um, I suppose what I can say is it definitely will become more and more automated over the next few years. And that's thanks to thanks to payroll providers, the likes of BrightPay, who are constantly pushing to make payroll easier for employers to undertake in-house. Um, while at the moment, payments um, and being integrated with payroll is, I suppose, relatively new, it'll definitely become the norm over the next few years. Um, I suppose another thing as well is the likes of the employee becoming more involved in payroll, whether it's through the likes of employee apps or self-service features. And I know those do exist at the moment, but I think the, the percentage of employers actually embracing those to make the payroll process easier is just very, very small at the moment. Um, I think it is something that's going to grow and grow over the next few years as well. Yeah, that's an interesting point about kind of um, employee involvement, actually, in, in payroll. 
Um, Becky, is, is that something that you that you see happening more and more? Yeah, definitely. Um, it, I mean, kind of in the market in general, um, we're seeing a lot more involvement and involvement of the employee in their like requesting payments and you know the date they get paid. Um, obviously, things like salary salary extension, you know, drawing it down a day early. We've got really good. Um, You've know, got really good examples in the market of businesses who've been really successful for that. For example, WageStream and things like that. Um, so I, I definitely completely agree with Rachel in that. I think it'd be really interesting to see where that that takes us in a in a few years' time. Um, and for now, I think the, the quick win for for payroll businesses and and people who are using these services is to make sure that they can integrate payments, um, and then they're they're ready and waiting for that next phase of evolution that comes after. Well. Talking about kind of the next phase of evolution, I guess, um, Becky, it would be great to hear from you about um, Commerce future plans, um, obviously not just in payroll services, but but elsewhere as, as well, of course. Yeah, absolutely. So um, whilst at the moment Commerce is, is definitely seeing our biggest pull from the market in, in the payroll space, um, Commerce API is is basically can be used anywhere where you need to make a many-to-many payment relationship. And um, some of the other verticals that we've been drawn into at the moment are things like, you know, integrated HR software, invoice management services, order fulfillment platforms, marketplaces. Um, and I really think we're going to see more and more of that. So um, I think, you know, Comma as a business and our API integration has got something that me- makes us good for partners to integrate with. And we solve a problem. We are able to extend the, the natural offering of other people's platforms. Um, but, you know, I think payroll is first and there'll be lots of stuff to come for us uh, to come for us next down the line. Great. Well, it's been brilliant to have you both on the podcast today. Great to hear about BrightPay and Comma, of course, but also about the wider kind of payroll services market there and and what open banking is doing to kind of shake things up, I suppose. So thanks to you both. Thanks, Ellie. Thank you so much, Ellie. My thanks again there to both Becky and Rachel. And it's worth flagging that we have just announced the shortlist for the Open Banking Expo Awards, which this year is in association with Comma. So head to openbankingexpo.com and the events tab top right. You'll see we have our very own Open Banking Expo Awards website. So you can find all the information there. See if you're on the shortlist, of course, but find out more about the ceremony itself, which takes place this year on the 7th of July in London. That's all we've got time for today. Thanks again for listening and see you very soon. Bye for now.